Before we get to our guest, a quick message from our sponsor. Back in June of 2020, I had COVID and I still have long COVID. And one of the symptoms of long COVID is insomnia. I'll wake up at two or three in the morning and can't get back to sleep for two or three, four hours. And it kind of ruins the whole day next day because you don't have any energy. So what did I do? I called Mike Lindell at my pillow and I got the entire sleep system. I have the mattress topper. I have the Giza sheets, which my colleague Christine Dolan says are regal. I have the my pillow, the my pillows themselves, and I have the comforter, which feels like a grandmother's house. It's so warm and cozy. And I have the regal duvet cover on on top of this comforter. So I have the entire sleep system. I literally work all day long. I'm exhausted. I lay down in this sleep system and literally just wake up the next morning. It's amazing how well I sleep. I, I can't get can't wait to get back to it. So what can you do? You can go to MyPillow.com and use promo code CDM and get the best discounts that Mike has to offer right now for the entire sleep system. But don't just get the sleep system. If you're buying household products, make sure to check with Mike Lindell first, promo code CDM to get the best prices. He has over 600 products. Don't go shop at the corporate communists and the big box retailers. Go to Mike first, support the patriotic movement, support free media at CDM, Use promo code CDM at MyPillow.com to get the best discounts and sleep really well going forward. And now let's get to our guest. So as part of our American Conversations series, we are taking a look at what is happening at the local level across the United States. Todd Wood and I have been all over the country talking to people on the local level because the last two years has ignited a fire in people who have never been involved in politics before. And today we have Dave Stepp who is from Talbot County, Maryland, and he's running for the county council. Dave, welcome to the show. Christine, thank you so much for having me. So Dave, let's start with, uh, this is the, your first go around, right? In, in it, terms of getting involved with politics. It most certainly is. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just a dad, a, a father, you know, a, a husband, I mean, community leader. And uh, just with everything going on in this world today, I figured, you know, I could be one of those who just sits back and, uh, you know, listens it and complains and, you know, does nothing about it. Or I can, you know, uh, jump in the ring and, uh, and give it a go and, uh, you know, try to, uh, try to just help restore folks rights and freedoms that they, that they have. <laughs> so, so let's start at the beginning. I understand that you were uh, part of a group of parents, fathers who were concerned about masks at uh, one of the local schools in Talbot County. Most certainly were, yeah. They uh, so our, our, you know, our, our kids they go to a private school, but uh, even, even still, they followed the, uh, you know, the advice of our local health department, and uh, you know, our kids were masked all last year when you know, I mean, they had some a few cases here and there, but uh, you know, there was nothing, no, nothing bad happened to these children. You know, our, our kids were put out of school. Uh, you know, my son, uh, you know, he had perfect attendance if it weren't, weren't for the days that uh, that he had to uh, to quarantine. And was a completely healthy individual, and uh, you know missed uh, his first ten days of, uh, of of high school, unfortunately. So tell us about your children. How many children do you have? Uh, we have uh, my, my wife and I. We have two wonderful kids. We have a uh, both a son and a daughter, both teenagers. Well, that those are tough years. Those are tough years <laughs> as parents. You know, in, incredible, incredibly fun though. Incredibly yeah. fun. It's so, um, so Lori is your wife is part of yes. the Talbot, uh, Republican central committee. She serves in that, correct? Yes. And so what's it like campaigning? It's, uh, it's, it's been an absolute blessing. I mean, I, that's, that's the, that's the first word that comes to mind. Uh, just to, just to answer your question specifically, I, I've met so many wonderful people that, uh, I can, I can almost guarantee that if I hadn't thrown my, uh, 
my name in the hat for county council that uh, that I didn't uh, that I would probably have never met. Uh, and, and it's been wonderful. It's 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 also very, very heartwarming. That's another word that just has always come to mind here throughout this entire process to know that there's just so many other folks out there that are just tired of the, uh, you know, the mandates and, 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 and this and that that are coming down. And uh, it, it's great to know that there's a lot of other fighters that are out there as well. So tell us about your platform. What, what are you running on, Dave? Very, very simple. So I, I call it the five F's. So right. So it's, I'm starting with faith, family, freedom, fiscal responsibility and fighting for you. So that's what uh, that's what I'm rooted in. Uh, that's where, you know, I, any decision I would be blessed to make on behalf of the uh, the Talbot County voters, all of that would always be rooted in uh, in those five F's for sure. And so uh, in the past couple of years, there have been some issues in Talbot County um, that have affected the voting on the Talbot County Council, specifically sure. about the, you know, there, there was a Confederate statue that was on the courthouse lawns, which makes it um, part of the discussion with the mm -hmm. county council. It and was. it became very uh, disruptive it did. Uh, and, and broke apart many of the people in the, throughout the county. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of people, uh, they had Black Lives Matters demonstrations there. I know I covered, there were two of them that I covered. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, it was really about the statue. It was not. It was not about uh, Black Lives Matters, but, sure. but it was about the statue. And then it got very vitriolic in the community to the point where people were calling other people racist and things like that. Do you see any issues like coming for coming upon the new county council? Well, they're certainly going to have their hands full, no matter no matter which way you look at it. You know, from some past events that have happened, as well as current ones that are going on right now. Um, it, it, it has definitely torn our torn our county apart. We're a very small rural county, right? We're about thirty eight thousand people on on Maryland's beautiful eastern shore, right? So we're we're not a big county, but again, we're 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 still a strong family of thirty eight thousand individuals that uh, you know have just been divided over the last couple of years. Over, like I said, you mentioned several of the issues we've had here in Talbot, uh, Christine, and uh, you know we, we just need strong and trusted leaders that are actually going to be you know. A, a voice for the folks that are actually going to take the time to listen uh, and that they're going to do the right things for, uh, for the voters here in the County. So last weekend there was a transgender celebration. I think it was three days. There were kids walking down the street that were in um, the rainbow uh, flag. There was uh, some drag queen dancers with kids uh, on the sidewalks, watching this um, doing splits, you know, in the middle of uh I guess it's Dover and uh, South Harrison Street. Um, what's your feeling about that? Because there's a big push, and Anna, you know, th there's a transgender federal program that has come down um, by executive order through the federal agencies, like the Department of Health, like the Department of Education, that's going to come down to the State Department of Education, and then it's going to hit the counties. Just how can how is it that the county is the county council can have any effect to push well, back on these mandates? Well, that specific event you talked about, Christine. So that one uh, that that was approved by our town council that uh, that festival. And just to to talk about that video you spoke about, uh, you know, where there was an individual who was, you know, dressed in in lingerie and uh, prancing around the uh, the streets. Uh, whether that's a whether that's a man, whether that's a woman. Uh, it's it's inappropriate just for you know for that sort of behavior to happen in the streets. I know if that just happened outside of a uh, a permitted event, I'm sure that person would leave there in handcuffs. I think that was very inappropriate, and I think that's a, a very poor decision uh, for uh, especially for young children who were going up and, and putting money in this person's uh, 
you know, in, in this person's garter belt or, or whatever it was. Uh, it, it's just inappropriate all the way around. So would the county council have any, any, is there any oversight by the county council at all? Uh, for, for that specific festival that you're mentioning, no, that was, that was a town decision. Uh, but uh, I would certainly uh, be willing to throw my name out there as, as a member of the county council. Like I said, if blessed to be elected by, uh, by the citizens here of, uh, of my uh, a lack of support for such an event here in the future. All right. So uh, when we talk about, uh, and, and I know you're not running for the school board, but you mm -hmm. guys approve the budget for the school. Most certainly do. Okay. So there is, and this is a fact, this is not speculation, that the Biden administration has been leading to on this transgender into the schools and basically to break it down and unpack it, that if, um, and the federal monies would flow to the state, the state would go to the counties, go into the public schools, you guys would have to approve the budget. What would happen if, you know, people in the community said, we don't want to have transgender lockers, bathrooms for the kids, because that is part of the plan that's coming down from the federal government. These are executive orders from 2021. And then last week, the president put out another executive order that he's trying to implement this entire LGBT QI plus is what they call it, policy through damn near every federal agency in the United States, including through to our embassies overseas. So this is this is a concerted effort and there will have to be some type of a pushback. But what happens on a county council if the if the community says we don't want to have that for the children? So, Christine, I think that's a it's a it's a it's a very loaded question, but it's a very short question, a very short answer to that question. Right. I listen to the people of my county, or I would listen to the people of my county, you know, if, if again, if blessed to be elected by them, right? They're, they're who I represent. I don't represent the state. I don't represent the federal government. I represent the voters and the voters only of Talbot County. And basically what they're, what, what they're looking to do and what they would, what they would want, which I, I believe speaks for the majority of our county, um, you know, they're, they're going to be hurt and, and they're, we're going to, we're going to vote with them all day long. All right. So so the one thing that didn't happen on the last county council is that when it came to the statue that kind of ripped everybody apart in the county, um, it never made it to I don't know whether they use the word initiative, uh, but to, they never put a vote to the public. So would you be in favor of using that type of a mechanism for something that was was controversial? And I don't want to leave it just a transgender, sure. but just anything. Would you want to put it to a vote? For the one, one, 100%. I mean, so it, it basically came down to, if you're talking about the statute specifically, Christine here, uh, it, it came down to one member of our county council changing uh, changing their mind. And, mm -hmm. and that's what that's what did it, right? Now, a lot of folks argue whether they had the chance to have their voice heard. It, it had been something that had been going on for for, for a long for, time, for, uh, for years. Right. right. Um, so I, if, if anyone didn't take the opportunity to uh, to, to be heard, you know, I, I say shame on them. You know, I, I, I speak at our, our county council meetings frequently on various issues that I think that uh, our county council needs to uh, needs to be well aware of, you know, things like our, uh, you know, the police accountability board that uh, that our county council has to suit the, uh, the, the members of that board. Explain, uh, David, pardon me for interrupting, but explain that to the public, because a lot of people don't understand that. Joe Gamble's been terrific in explaining that to people, but mm -hmm. I don't, but you now have a larger audience, okay, possibly right now, but explain what, what sure. Annapolis did to change the, you know, the sheriff's departments, their responsibility yeah. and the onus that it's put on the county council and what, just explain that whole model, because I don't think the public really gets it. Well, I, I, I'd be more than glad to. But before I answer that question, I'd like to just thank you, to, thank you though, for having on, you know, Sheriff Gamble and uh, 
you know, uh, Gordana and as well as Dan Cox uh, in, in that interview. I watched that interview. So it was, a, it was a wonderful one. So thank you for having them on and allowing them to, to spread their message. Mm -hmm. uh, but specifically in regards to uh, it, it's House, House Bill 670. Uh, it's the basic it's the police accountability board. It, what it's doing is it's taking uh, our sheriffs and our local law enforcement leaders availability away to, you know, run their own police discipline. Right. Our, our, our officers and our leaderships, you know, they, they will be the first to, to hold themselves accountable. Uh, and their teams accountable. What this does is it takes the the uh, the availability for them. So to say, for example, uh, you were a deputy, and uh, you know I was a citizen, and I could say, well, I didn't like the way Christine, you know, talked to me during my traffic stop, right? Well, that's now going to go to a civilian oversight board who can right. sit around and mull this over for you know for for hours on end, um, and you know. When, when our men in women uniform ha have to make a, a, you know, what could be a life-saving or a life-taking decision in, in a split second, right? Uh, so there, so there's there's that piece of it. There's also the um, uh, the, the portion of it where they're defining the uh, the necessary and proper use of force. Our deputies now need to sign something on July 1st that says, now I know what uh, the uh, proper use of force laws are. When our when our own attorney general of our state can't even even define it, right? He sent out a 37-page definition of what that is. I don't know how anyone can understand that. So um, basically what's happening is they're taking, you know, big city problems and they're bringing them to small town America. And uh, what we basically need to do uh, in regards to that is make sure we're sitting aboard uh, who understands those split second decisions that our men and women, men and women in uniform have to make. And, uh, you know, they're going to uh, make sure they have their back, just like I know I will. So, so what's going to happen is that the county council will have to pick and choose people they to are. sit on the, I, I call it a citizen's commission. Yeah, that's do exactly people, what it is. Do the people to decide on the discipline that should be taken against an, an officer? Yeah, we just, uh, as a matter of fact, they just closed down applications for those positions. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping that uh, some, again, some folks who really understand, you know, what our men and women in uniform go through on a daily basis. I hope they really understand that. And uh, I, I, I pray that we have, uh, you know, common sense individuals on that board from this point moving forward. I, I personally don't think we need to we, we need to have it at all. But, uh, you know, according to our our our, uh, our state or our county charter, you know, we need to follow those laws of the state of Maryland. So, uh, you know, there, there's one way to make sure that we we get it. Uh, we get it correct is to make sure we appoint the appropriate individuals. So my understanding is that there are three members of the county council who are basically lame duck because they're not going to be running again. They will yep. be making those decisions now. Exactly. So that so the so the first board will be appointed by our current county council, uh, mm -hmm. and then you know as as members come in and out, which I don't even really believe that's even defined yet on on what sort of schedule that's going to be. Um, as that uh, as that you know a board proliferates here, then you know the next county council will certainly be in charge of. Uh, you know, in, in charge of appointing the uh, the next individuals that uh, that go onto the board. Wow, it's kind of scary for cops. I mean, they're going after the cops. They want to defund the cops, and they want to take responsibility away from the cops. Who pays for that civil uh, commission? You're 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 looking at them. You know, you're <laughs> it, it's it's the folks. I mean, the, the, where you know, and what's going to happen is that there is an appeals process, and from what I understand, the uh, you know the the police unions they just want to want everything to uh, to to go to um, you know to to go to appeal. Uh, from what I understand, it's several hundred dollars per hour for for attorneys' fees. I believe it's five hundred dollars for judges' fees. Uh, so that that mm -hmm. that that money is is just coming from from urinized tax dollars. Now, in in Talbot County here, we we've spoken we've spoken numerous times, right? So uh, of of how we uh, of how we support our men and women in uniform, uh, we had 59.5 percent of our county vote 
uh, in favor for a partial uh, tax uh, tax crease for uh, just a few years here. Mm-hmm. That money's going to go to our police and our first responders. Uh, so that went out to a vote as it should, right? If we're going to talk about any tax increases, that's going to go back to the people. But our county spoke. You know, the majority wanted uh, that little bit of a tax increase. It results in just a few hundred dollars over the course of a few years uh, to help out uh, our men and women. And I'll, I'll be for that all day long. Uh, we, we elected to uh, or we p- passed a bill last year that uh, for our 2022 sheriff moving forward, uh, that individual is now going to be bumped up in pay to bring them up more in lines with uh, with, with the state of Maryland. So we, we've had, uh, oh gosh, um, the law enforcement officers pension system or, or LEOPS, as a lot of folks will, will know it as. Uh, we funded LEOPS. So we have we have deputies that came mm-hmm. to Talbot County from uh, from neighboring counties because, you know, we actually have a pension system so we can retain top talent now. And, uh, you know, we, we can't there's not not a lot of our neighboring counties can say that uh, you know, they don't have any job openings right now uh, because, uh, you know, folks are leaving left and right from this attack on law enforcement, specifically in Maryland and, and nationwide. We have it figured out right here in Talbot County. So uh, we don't need a, a state, a federal agency, uh, anyone, any news agency to tell us we don't have it right already. And I think if, if I'm correct about this, I think I have heard that we haven't had any police issues any negative police None. issues in this county, None. you know, for 40 years or something. None like whatsoever. That. And, and the last, uh, the last ones I understand, I believe were either back in the sixties or seventies and they weren't even with our deputies. I believe it was a, a natural resources uh, shooting issue where I, I, from what I understand, you know, someone was shooting at, uh, you know, a natural resources police officer or something along those lines. I don't have the full details, but that's what I've the bits and pieces of what I've heard. That's the same here. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about um, sometimes the county council has to get involved with permits. Um, and so there I just recently someone sent me some drawings of what's going to happen in Easton Village. And it looks like it's a huge complex that may lower the prices of the homes if it goes through. Then. Um, may, I guess it can give the permits. How does that work? Because I mean, I know that the permits are a big thing for people at the sure. county council. Well, there's been, there's been a lot of frustrations, uh, in, in the past, right. From what, from ourselves included, we've had to go through some permitting processes and we had a few hiccups, but, uh, I've heard anywhere from the horror stories to the success stories. Unfortunately, what, you know, I, I've met with most of our department heads here in Talbot County as part of, you know, as part of my running campaign and in, in, in trying to prepare myself for the position. And, and what I've found is we just have some absolutely wonderful and marvelous people working here in our county. And uh, they, they truly want to do a good job. Um, if you're unhappy, you know, please bring it up at a county council meeting. Please reach out to that specific department. You know, voice your concerns. These folks that are that are there, they genuinely care. They genuinely want to uh, to see things get better. Um, I, again, I've spoken with the, the head of our uh, planning and zoning. And, uh, you know, he, he was a, a pleasure to speak to. Uh, definitely showed a willingness to uh, to improve the situation. And, uh, you know, from what I'm hearing from se- from several contractors, I've heard that the process has gotten significantly better. So uh, th- those steps are already underway. Uh, I know I'd like to see them continue to get better. Uh, we have uh, several of our departments that uh, that are trying to turn themselves and or already are a profit center as opposed to a revenue center. So things like our, our golf course that we have here in town, things like you know, our roads department, they have the uh, repurposing center where they're bringing in material, not only at, at cost to uh, to contractors, which are happy to to get rid of that at the rates that we charge at the county. But then they in turn, you know, will process process those materials and then sell them back to them in the form of crushed rock or millings or, uh, you know, mulch, for example. Um, so, you know, things like that, that uh, that are well underway that date back to our previous county managers uh, initiatives uh, that are underway and that are just continuing to allow us to be a uh, 
a tax county here in Mar or a county here in Maryland that has, you know, if not the if not the lowest, one of the lowest here in the state. So uh, a point of pride, at least certainly for myself. I know I lo love living here with our tax rates in Talbot County. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I want to make sure that they stay low. So are you originally from Talbot County, from Maryland? From the I'm not originally from Talbot County, but uh, my, so my wife and I, we moved here from Caroline County in uh, in 2010. Um, we quickly, like I said, we we quickly, uh, you know, became, uh, you know, like I said, leaders, volunteers, mentors here in the county and uh, got to meet so many wonderful folks. And uh, that that's kind of how this this whole thing came about. And, you know, just again, with our rights and freedoms that have been, just been chiseled away over the last couple of years here, uh, I'd, I'd like to leverage those relationships and, and great bonds and just, you know, all the wonderful people here live, live here in the county. And, and take you know, take what experience I do have to to the next level and serving on the council. So tell me about the worst part of campaigning because it's not it's not easy for people to step out anymore because a lot of times you lose some friends and I mean you lose you lose family whether your mandated you know vaccination yeah. policies agree with theirs. You know so so I I'd like I'd like to I'd like to actually flip that a little bit because you know okay. what it, it, it is a lot of work right there, there's no mm -hmm. ifs ands or buts about it I knew it was going to be that way. I, but that's that's how I operate. I operate in, in organized chaos. Like I said, I'm always volunteering, giving something back. But uh, I, I've actually found that uh, there's more alike with folks even that come up to you. They're like, you know, well, we probably don't think alike. Well, after we have just a, a frank conversation, we find out we have more and more in common uh, than, than we do and, and than, than not. Right. And that's how mm -hmm. kind of the expectation with folks who want to you know introduce themselves to me and, and have a conversation. We find out we have more in common. Uh, then we don't have in common. And, and that's that's common ground to be able to be able to move forward and to be able to really get things done. And, and uh, you know, whatever whatever needs to happen, you know, we at least have a common ground to move forward on. But we're 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 we're, we're moving forward in the right direction. And, and we're talking within the realms of common sense here. There's so many that that want to bring that so many folks are so politically charged these days. They want to bring ideas that are that are not within the realm of common sense. There, there's no negotiation or compromise outside of a common sense boundary here. We need to make sure that we're doing things that that make sense, that represent everyone here in Talbot County, um, that, that are not offensive to folks. And uh, that's how we move forward together. That's a, that's a, that's a healthy outlook on, on, on politics and policy. But at the same time, there's an awful lot of pressure for people to push back. Um, well, I, I, I agree. And, and I'm, I'm by nature. That's what I'm that's what I'm here to do. Right. I'm here to say no when no needs to be said. I'm here to say yes when yes needs to be said. Right. And, and sometimes it's going to take some, you know, some some heated conversations maybe to get to that yes or that no that needs to happen. But uh, that's what needs to happen. And I think that's really what lacks these days is just a common sense decision, whether that's just, you know, gosh, meeting at a library and talking it out or having a beer at the, at, at the local pub. Right. And, and talking right. about an issue. I mean, that's that's how we get things done. Right. Uh, I'm not here to, to to make more work, to grow, to grow government, to, to embrace big government. I'm here to keep it small. It, it's all about the it's all about the residents here in Talbot County. Again, I mentioned it's not about the state. This is not about the federal. This isn't about, like I said, you know, what news station you prefer to watch. This is just about common sense decision for our county alone. Uh, what do you think of the candidates that are running in Talbot County? And I'm, I'm just saying the, 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 and any, any of the candidates that are running for any office. I mean, do you sure. think it's a, it's a, it's a good uh, group of Republican candidates that are running? Well, I do. So, so number one, I commend every candidate for throwing themselves out there, right. You know, whether they're Republican, Democrat, independent, libertarian, whatever, right. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, you know, it, it's, it's heartwarming to know that folks are willing to stick their neck out there on the line because let's, let's face it. We are 
right? But um, just specifically, right? So there's eight of us uh, who are looking to uh, to to win uh, this primary, which is on July 19th. So please get out and vote. Um, <laughs> our early voting starts on the 7th and runs through the 14th. So please, please, please exercise that right uh, here here in Maryland, specifically Talbot County. But um, you know, I, I think we have some some candidates out there that are strong and very like minded, along myself. Uh, some others maybe not so much. Uh, but, uh, you know, same thing is going to be on the Democratic side. You know, I, I believe there's some out there that I think that are just Talbot County focused and uh, haven't just latched on to, you know, the, the national taglines, if you will. Uh, so I think there's I think there's folks on both sides who uh, who probably make some some, you know, some, a compelling argument to, to try to to try to win the seat. So, Dave Step, how do people find your website? Very simple. It's Dave Step for Talbot County It's Step with two P's. Um, just go on there, give it, uh, give it a look, take a, take a look. I mean, I think pretty much lay out the way I feel, um, and you know, about, about local issues and just in general, um, gives you a quick little resume of all that I've done here in Talbot County already. Uh, but, um, yeah, give it a look. And, uh, if, if there's any questions, uh, there's a way to reach out, just reach out via the, uh, you know, the, the, the box down at the bottom that comes directly to my email and, uh, you know, love love to have a conversation. Uh, if there's any questions or concerns you have, just reach out. That's that's what I'm here for. I would so, say God God gave me two, two ears in one mouth, right? Pardon me. I would say God gave me two ears in one mouth. I know which one I should use more. Very good. So I want to know: do you have any events coming up where people can meet you face to face? We certainly do. Uh, the the uh, so I'll be at the uh, candidate Palooza that we're having actually uh, this uh, this Saturday. It's going to be at the Elks, uh, right off of uh, Dutchman's Lane. Um, so I have that, uh, if you give me just a second, I'll tell you the exact time. Tell, tell them the, the, the time and the, sure. fee if there's a fee. Now this is, this is not your, this is a separate event. That's for the, the Republican. Yeah. So this is, this is one, this is an event. It's actually from 12 to four this Saturday, the 25th. Uh, that's actually going to be, uh, that's one's put being put on by our, um, our, our Talbot County central committee. That's for all the Republican candidates. So it's a chance to meet, uh, I believe most everyone's going to be there as well as some state as well as federal uh, candidates will be there. Uh, myself, as well as uh, several others, we have uh, a, a, a campaign event that we're all putting on at the Talbot County Community Center on July 2nd. Uh, it's a family family friendly event, completely free. We're calling it Grilling with the Candidates. Uh, so it's uh, free hot dogs, dessert, drinks. Uh, we've got some stuff for the kids. We have face painting, uh, bounce house. Um, we have a, a local gentleman with an older fire truck that's uh, been kind enough to come on out and let uh, let everyone see through that. So we're just doing what we what we feel should happen. Uh, which is just, uh, you know, creating an opportunity to come on out to speak with your candidates, uh, especially the uh, the constitutional conservative candidates that are running here in Talbot County. So uh, we'd love to have uh, love to have anyone stop on out and just meet us and uh, you know hear what we uh, hear what we're all about. Are all those details for those two events? Are they on your website? They they most certainly are. That uh, July second event is going to be from eleven to three, and again this Saturday from. Uh, uh, from from twelve to four, so we'll be uh, we'll, I'll be at uh, at both of them. But uh, again, Dave Step S T E P P for TalbotCountyCouncil.com. dot com, and uh, you know all the all the details are right there. Dave, thank you for joining us, and good luck with your campaign. Christine, thank you so much for having me.